This is CliffCentral.com. All she needed was some. 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 It's the worst guys. All she needed was some. All she needed was some. On a Wednesday afternoon. All she needed was some. It's Mark and Julian Ria, but this is hella, baby. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Had a Clippers game on the court side. Watch a nigga shoot like a four-five. Yeah. Why these bitches see you go home ride? What's happening, what's happening, what's happening, what's happening? Today we're talking about money. Money, 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 but money like you've never seen it before. We all know about Bitcoins, right? We all know about this new cryptocurrency that's got this whole world talking everywhere i go i hear about bitcoin have you have you been having bitcoin chats my boy hey if, if people are buying you know products worth hundred thousand and fifty thousand they're obviously investing in bitcoin because they live in that lavish life now i'm trying to get me a piece of that lavish life as well yeah i'm so, sure so. i'm sure that somebody at louis v is talking about it no too many people in fact in fact i even had one of my clients uh whisper some sweet nothings in my ear about this investment but the thing is you know there's uh it's tricks to the trade there's rules to the trade as well as with everything in life you know yeah and a lot of people want instant gratification and that's not the case with this nor is it the case with anything in life so uh, i'm keen to find out more yeah 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 i'm also really really keen to find out more but as you know if you are a fan of the worst guys we always take a different angle right the whole world might be talking about something but we want you to know what the worst guys think about what the world is talking about yeah man if you do want to hit us up please do on twitter at the underscore worst guys facebook the underscore worst guys instagram just the worst guys we out here you don't know actually now you do know um so yeah we're going to talk about how the idea of bitcoin and cryptocurrency in general is about changing the way that our financial system runs because our economy is a failure. It doesn't serve the people. And you know, we've always been, you know, anti-government and anti the, the onlookers, you know, the, 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 the system, the people who are holding all the power while they tend to be dumber than us. How can Jacob Zuma have power over me, but I've got a degree? <laughs> You know what I mean? So it's because somebody else has got power over him, and that person's the smart one. Never look at the guy that's really, that's that's calling the shots. That guy's just a dummy. <laughs> that guy is just a puppet who's being strung along by somebody else who's really got the brains, who's really got the real money, yeah, and yeah, yeah. you know he's just putting this guy on as a front, um, and fucking shit up. But he's living life. Yeah, yeah, life. yeah. All right, all right. Let's get right into it. In studio with us, we have Bertha Hokong. Say what's up, Bertha. What's up? Oh, yeah, yeah. Good to have you with us today on The Worst, guys. You feeling good? I'm feeling good. Thanks for having me on your show. Oh, always a pleasure, always a treat. So, yeah, like we were saying, right, cryptocurrency is the future, right? Yeah. Tell yeah. us tell us why cryptocurrency is the future. Okay, so let me start at the beginning. Um, yeah. Cryptocurrency, uh, especially Bitcoin, um, came about in early 2009. 
Yeah. If, if you if you look back, that was just after the 2008 financial crisis. Mm, so mm, you mm. remember what happened in 2008? Yeah, we had the the, the the world, the whole world collapsed. The financing collapsed. The, the banks had to be bailed out. People lost their pensions, you know. And there was this guy who said and thought to himself, "Well, can we create a money that doesn't need to go through the banks? Because clearly we cannot trust these banks. Why should I trust a third party with my own money? Mm. Can I create a currency that I could trade with another person without the need of any central person that I have to go through? No." bank no government that mm. was the real idea behind bitcoin <laughs> no bank no government that should be the slogan <laughs> no bank no government so he thought to himself but how will i do this because you need there needs to be somebody that sort of manages a system and confirms who's got how much money in their bank that's what the banks do mm, they mm, they mm. print the money they they guarantee the money they confirm that you've got 10 rands in your bank account so 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 his challenge was how would i do this without the bank you know so he he created this then he created bitcoin it's the first decentralized currency that operates without a bank or a government because mm. it operates on mathematics. It operates on cryptography. So the mathematics govern the system. He is designing the system 21 million bitcoins. That's as much bitcoins as we'll ever have, ever. We'll never have more than 21 bitcoins in existence. Because okay. one of the problems with traditional money is the idea of the banks printing more money every day. Yeah. They print causing more money. Inflation. To, causing inflation. Yeah. They print more money to pay debt. They, pay, they print more money to, you know, I don't know what they do with the money, but they're constantly printing more money. Mm. So 10 years ago, you could buy. Um, a loaf of bread with under less than ten rands. Mm, mm. Today, if you've got ten rands, you can't go. You can't even buy a loaf of bread with ten rands. Yes, with ten rand, I used to be able to buy a pie and a coke and get changed at the taxi. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when I was young, I could buy with with, with the one rand. I used to take one rand. I used to carry one rand to school, and I could buy. God, I could buy a whole lot of things with it. What can you buy with the one rand now? Mm, mm, not e even chappies is one rand now. It's like ah. Oh. That's the problem with inflation. So, so, so the creator of Bitcoin had all of these things in his mind and he wanted to create a currency that doesn't have that inflation. Yeah. Because the, the inflation is created by printing more and more currency. Every time you want, you think you want to afford something else you don't have, the central bank just prints more money. Okay. But if it's limited at 21 million. Yes. 21 million Bitcoin. That's yes. what we call it. How do I, how do I get rich? Why, how, what if I want to be a billion Bitcoinaire? Do you understand my, what I'm saying? So what happens because you have limited supply, every time um, the demand increases, the price goes up. Ah. This is why you see the price go up as much as it's going up lately. Mm. We've never seen anything like it before. I, mean, I think even the financial, even the banks are confused. They're <laughs> looking at it and they're constantly calling it a bubble and they come back tomorrow and it's up another 20%. Yeah. So they don't know what's really happening, but it's in the design of Bitcoin. It's the limited supply. Every time people buy into it, the price has to go up because there is just so much. If you look at the supply and demand economics of, 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 of the currency, yeah. the price goes up. So the value of the Bitcoin itself goes, goes up. up it's not necessarily how many bitcoins you have exactly i see i see okay and, and even though you have 21 million um sub limited supply in totality we currently only have about 16 million circulating supply which means there's about um there's a couple of million bitcoins that still have to be mined this is where you come into the mining of bitcoin see, so the the first time i heard that that like people are mining bitcoins yes <clears throat> First thing that came to mind, I'm like, shit, now another hundred, couple of thousand of, uh, of, uh, miners have to die <laughs> underground just for these coins and the price <laughs> is so damn high. Yes, yes, but it's, it's not like that. It's not like your traditional mining. It's actually, um, computer based, um, um, mining. You, you buy these specialized, uh, Bitcoin computers that are built specially for mining Bitcoin. Yeah. They're called ASIC ASIC computers, and you plug it in your home. They charge a whole lot of electricity. 
Yeah. They connect to the Bitcoin network and what they do is they confirm the transactions on the network. Sort of like at the bank, if I had money in the bank, apps I would be confirming the transactions. If I withdraw money from an ATM, that ATM has to talk to the bank, figure out if I have that money in the bank before it gives me money. So if I want to send Bitcoin to somebody else, that, that transaction has to go into the network. Someone has to confirm that transaction before the Bitcoin gets sent. Just prevent double spending and people creating Bitcoins out of thin air. So there is a time when it needs to go through, you know, your, your, your traditional financial institution. No, it doesn't go through the traditional financial institution. Just the confirmation works in a different way because you don't have the central institution. It's done by the miners. All right. The miners are the ones who confirm the transactions. Now, the beauty of Bitcoin is it's a money, it's a free money for the people. Anybody can participate even in the mining. You can be a Bitcoin miner if you want. You just have to go and buy that computer, plug it in your home, connect it to the internet, connect to the Bitcoin network and start mining Bitcoins. All right. You get paid in the transaction fees that you mine, and then you get paid in the new bitcoins that get created through the mining process. All right, I know. I, I've after speaking to a couple of my clients as well, you know, I've I've asked uh, specific questions like, well, is is mining better? Is just trading the bitcoins better? However, you also say um, anybody can get into it. All right. Yes. yes. What, how much does it? cost to actually start trading like what what amount can you start trading from if anybody can get into yes, it yes. i mean like if you say something like five thousand uh, that, that that rules out quite a lot of people yeah yeah no i get that yeah Num- and and number two as well um how exactly sorry I just need to rephrase the question that i'm trying to ask answer yeah. the first one quickly okay um anybody can literally get into bitcoin you can buy a hundred rands worth of bitcoin if you want you can buy a thousand rands, you can buy fifty rands. It's really up to you. There's no limit on how much bitcoins you can buy. You basically just open an account with an exchange, you transfer your money and then you buy the coins. But you must keep in mind you get charged transaction fees. And you get charged fees to work to operate on the on, on the exchange. So sometimes those transaction fees can end up being more than the value of the transaction if you're only trying to buy hundred rands worth of Bitcoin. So keeping that in mind, I would say maybe start with a thousand or you know, but there's really no limit. The network itself doesn't limit you. What's the transaction fee? Um it depends. It varies. Okay. Now um the network it's set by the network. And um so every time I send a transaction through, I send it with a fee. And you can you can set the fee yourself. You can decide what fee you wanna you wanna you wanna put in there. But the fee determines whether your transaction will be picked up quicker, because that transaction goes into what we call the memory pool of Bitcoin, the mempool, and um the miners tend to prioritize um, um, transactions that have higher fees on them. So mm. if you've got a higher fee, you've got a better opportunity of getting a transaction out quicker. And you've got a lower fee, you might wait a little bit longer. So um, the quicker you want your transaction to go through, the more you wanna pay for the fee. Okay. But it depends on what the average at that time is. And you get times where the, 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 the transactions are, there's so many transactions like lately, right. because so many people have been buying Bitcoin. Um, there's been a whole lot of, you know, the mempool has been going up to record levels, you know, like there's been too many unconfirmed transactions of the system. Mm. So to get your transaction through, you, you've been having to pay more and more fees. Hmm. Okay, but let's be honest then, that means that does leave a lot of people out of the Bitcoin revolution. I'm talking about poor people. I guess if you're talking the same, the same way as investment works, hmm. there's a lot of people who can't invest. Yeah. But if we're thinking about a currency for everybody, yeah. now we, we, we want to change the game completely. How do we get... The poor kid from Alex. Let's let's not talk about cryptocurrency in general. We focus a little bit too much on Bitcoin, but Bitcoin is just one out of one thousand three hundred currencies. Mm, yeah, we have many more other currencies that have 
close to zero. Mm. And we even have one IOTA that has absolutely zero transaction fees. Mm. And it was specifically designed for those micro transactions mm-hmm. when you want to send just one rent to somebody or, you know, like machine, machine communication where you would have micro transactions. Because of this Bitcoin problem and the rising fees, people have recognized this in the industry. And they've said, you know, can we create other currencies that have less fees? Um, can we find a way to scale Bitcoin to reduce the fees? You know, then we saw the creation of Bitcoin Cash. That's another type of Bitcoin that that forked from the original Bitcoin chain. But one of the reasons why they forked out is they said the Bitcoin transaction fees are just getting too high. Um, can we have another currencies where we have um, maybe a bigger block size and we can put more transactions in there and the fees will go down? Mm. And and the Bitcoin Cash fees are much much cheaper. Cool. Um, and then you've got other currencies that have zero zero fees altogether. So you could literally then with, for that currency buy. 10 rand worth of it if you want mm, you pay mm. absolutely no fees on it Have okay you? so how would i how would i do that as a as a young as a young guy yes. as a person who doesn't have much access to internet maybe i've got an internet cafe yes uh, but i'm interested in starting bitcoin i've got 50 bucks mm-hmm. what do i do now um that's, 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 that's one of the challenges we have in south africa today we've got only limited exchanges um and and they offer really bitcoin and ethereum only Mm. Yeah, so if you go to a South African exchange that actually accepts cash, you're only limited to Bitcoin and Ethereum. So we need entrepreneurs to come out there and start creating this kind of products that allows the person on the street to trade 10 rand. Or if you want to send, um, because one of the best use cases of cryptocurrencies is sending money. If I want to send money to someone in Kenya, for example, you know, um, I have to go through I don't know how many um, institutions and, and I'll probably pay 10 to 20 percent of that money I'm sending as fees. But if you think of cryptocurrency, um, I could send it instantly with little or no fees. So that's one of the best use cases. So we need this kind of business to, to pop up in, in Africa where um, they can start using cryptocurrency to allow people to send money to trade, even microtransactions, because that's one of the things that will um, make a meaningful impact in the African environment is those microtransactions. We see um, Asia is much more developed in this cryptocurrency. There's already a lot of companies with this type of products, Mm. but in Africa, not yet. Mm. And that's the kind of thing that we're trying to, you know, we need to get entrepreneurs to think in that direction, but it has to be created. No one has created it yet, but it's possible to do that. Mm. Yeah. But now, as well, seeing as though we're excluding the bank, we're exclu- the, the, the banks, we're excluding the government, all right? Mm-hmm. What's stopping them from completely saying, no, we're not allowing this sort of trade in our country? That's a good question. Well, I'd, I've got news for, for, for the government. Um, um, governments can try, but the design of, of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies is in such a way that it's censorship resistant. Mm. So, um, and we've seen that, and it's proved that in the in the years that it's been in existence, um, the government can shut down Bitcoin if they want. They can try to shut it down. They can say it's banned, but they'll never truly shut it down because it's operated by the people. So, for as long as I send bitcoins to you, that works. For as long as there's another person mining Bitcoin, um, you, you can't read unless if you will jail each and every single person that is transacting in Bitcoin. We've seen. I'll give you some examples. Um, China. It's one of those countries that um, that was, you know, early on in, in the Bitcoin revolution. And the Chinese government has banned Bitcoins at least over two times um, in, in, in the past. Mm. And, and, and the more they ban it, the more it grows. Mm. Didn't have a big crash in, in when it first started. Yes. Yeah, because they, they, they had got a bad it. reputation. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. And they banned it and then it crashed a little bit. But for as long as there's one person mining it, 
for as long as we are trading it between ourselves because we don't need that central institution. Mm. Um, the government can't go to the head office of Bitcoin and arrest the CEO. You know, mm. they can't shut down the Bitcoin bank account. You know, because the Bitcoin accounts are decentralized in your phone or in your whatever app that you're using. So you can't, there is no mechanism to shut each and every single Bitcoin wallet, each and every single Bitcoin miner, because sometimes you don't even know where they are. I could be mining it in my garage. You mm. know? Um, you, you, you'd have to like find a way to, to find all the miners in the world and shut them down and you can't. Mm. There's millions and millions and millions. Somebody in Iceland can just decide to start mining Bitcoin tomorrow and. So. Like they, the, it's the same way. You can't stop everybody from smoking weed. I mean, <laughs> there's not enough prisons for that. You can't find them. You would have. You would spend so much time trying to find where they are that it just it wouldn't make any sense. Okay. And I think what the governments need to do is to not be anti this cryptocurrency. You know, because every time a new technology comes about, you always get this resistance. Mm. You know, I don't know if people know this, but when cars were first designed, there was a whole lot of news that you know, oh no, these are dangerous. You know, we need people which to, they are. You know, uh, we need people to guard and what kind around the cars just to make sure that you know you don't get injured in the car you know and because they were afraid of the of this new technology mm. when um the internet first came out and people didn't understand it no it's just for criminals you know if you want to do this and that and so when bitcoin came out as well you're seeing the same resistance um you know people people that don't understand it will have the resistance to it but this is the future this is how we're going to trade in the future yeah because there'll be no reason why i need to go to a bank and wait three days to send money to um, Namibia, when I can do it in 10 seconds mm. on my wallet okay. using crypto. So this, this uh, monitoring of the Bitcoin, is that, is that where blockchain technology comes in? Can you tell us a little yeah. bit about blockchain technology? Blockchain technology is sort of the underlying um, technology that Bitcoin is built upon. Mm. So it's the technology that is used to secure the network. From outside influence. No, no, no. From just it's it's um, reliability. So mm. that, for example, um, that I would know that if I have five bitcoins in my wallet, they're not going to just disappear tomorrow. They'll always be there because my account reflects it, and the network is is secure. No one can hack it, for example, or just move money around. Mm. And also, I can just transfer two bitcoins to you today, and try and transfer the same two bitcoins to another person, like you know, for you know, try and create mm. bitcoins out of thin mm. air. So that's that's the monitoring system. That is the, yeah, it's sort of the audit auditing system. Oh, auditing, the, yeah, that's a better it's word. The, it's the it's the it's the system that confirms and makes sure that the ledger or the um, the, the you know the record of of the bitcoins is kept securely and that it's it's a reliable ledger. Mm. So what happens is every time there's a there's a record of where all the bitcoins in the world are. You know, if I could go to the blockchain today, make an inquiry, and I will know where each and every single bitcoin is. Oh, okay. Which way, where each and every single Bitcoin is in terms of the wallet address that the Bitcoins are sitting in. So you can see somebody else's Bitcoin. Yes, it's a public ledger. It's, vi- okay. it's visible to everyone. That is one of the, the things that makes it, um, you see, uh, unique. Now somebody's going to say, it's already 20 million Bitcoin. No, you can't see who those Bitcoins belong to. You can just see. Like the IP yeah, address. You can, yes. It's, mm. it's sort of like, yeah, it's like an address. You can see. Oh, there's 10 bitcoins in this address There is 100 bitcoins in that address mm. There's not 0.5 in this You can see where all the bitcoins in the, in, are Because the ledger is a public ledger So that same ledger is kept by all the miners The blockchain is kept Everyone that mines bitcoin First downloads the, the, the bitcoin blockchain And they've got it So they've got the records of where all the bitcoins are mm-hmm. So when I process a transaction to you um, the, I, I broadcast it on the network And it goes into what we call the memory pool Of bitcoin, the mempool so on the mempool, we discuss that the miners pick up that transaction, usually based on the transaction fees, they'll pick up the transactions they want. 
Um, and then they con- they look at this transaction and, it, for example, it reads, Bertha wants to send five bitcoins to this address X. Then they will confirm on the ledger that they've got because they've got their own copy of the ledger. Bertha does have five bitcoins to send because she's got 20 bitcoins. So she sends five. So it's 20 minus five. Now she's left with 15. Mm-hmm. So they do that transaction record. Now, all other miners must confirm the same transaction. So I will confirm it with my record. The next miner will confirm it with their record because you keep your record and, and, and there's millions and millions that have got different records. And after we've confirmed it, if you have consensus in the system agreement, then that uh, transaction gets added into the next block. So every 10 minutes, a new block is formed. And now the next block will be sealed once all the miners have agreed on the transactions in the block. Once it's sealed... Um, it gets added to the chain of blocks. That's why they call it blockchain. And, oh, okay. and, and then it can never be altered. Then the next transactions were added to the next block and the next block and so forth. And you have a block every 10 minutes. And then you create this chain of blocks. Hence, they call it blockchain. It's just a way that the transactions are kept um, in blocks. And, and, and once a block is created above another block, you can never alter that block. Once it's sealed and hashed, it's sealed and hashed um, forever. And that's how the, the system is really secure. Okay, okay, okay. So... Who is the guy in Bitcoin, like especially in South Africa now? Because you know, you know who the richest man in the world yeah. is. Who's the Warren Buffett? Who's the uh, Bill Gates? You know, because um, is it Satoshi, the guy who created yes. it? Is, is yeah. he the richest guy in Bitcoin? Satoshi is is definitely the richest guy in Bitcoin. He has um, estimated a million bitcoins in his wallet um, that he mined. Um, when he started Bitcoin, we know that it's his Bitcoins because that was the wallet that was mining Bitcoins initially. And you can, like I said, you can look at the blockchain, you can see what the Bitcoins are. So it's estimated he's got about a million Bitcoins. So in today's value, that would be what? 16 billion yeah. US dollars wow. worth of, 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 of Bitcoins that he's got. However, no one knows who Satoshi is. Mm, mm, oh, so it could um, be just like an machine, alias, an AI. It, it, it's, it's definitely an alias. It could be a group of people. We don't know. He he, yeah, he wanted to like be anonymous. Mm. He wanted to be anonymous because he he knew that what he was creating was going to be um, a, a revolutionary system, and maybe he would be a target of you know governments or you know, and and he didn't want to be known. Mm. So he's anonymous. No one knows who he is. He has never spent those bitcoins since okay. he created them. But they're still sitting in his wallet. We don't know whether he's still alive or he's lost his keys. We <laughs> in all honesty, trading in its entirety, whether it's shares or whatever, yes. uh, livestock, it's a gamble. It's yes. just like an upper class, upper market yes. sort of gamble, right? Yes. Um, and it's it's no different for Bitcoin either. Yes. Yes. How stable is this market versus any other one? Yeah, it's as stable as um, most markets are, to be honest. It's probably uh, better because it's it's more transparent. I mean, we've we've heard of the Stainhoff incident, right? Mm, mm, um, mm. What I like about the Bitcoin world, it's more transparent and it's open. So there's no central person sitting there and manipulating things and giving you a financial statement. You know, you can confirm the blockchain yourself and you can mm. confirm where all the coins deep, are. Deep, deep. And it's open to anybody. There's no limitations. You're not like, it's not controlled like, like traditional markets where you've got to be this kind of trader. I have gone to school for this many years and you've got to have this license, that license, mm. that license mm. to trade. You know, it's much more transparent. And I think because of its transparency, for me, I find it safer because I know and I understand the technology. The Bitcoin um, code is open source. 
Mm. It's 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 not hidden somewhere with IP and you know intellectual property and whatever. It's you can go and have a look at the code yourself today, and you can audit it and you can see how Bitcoin was made. If you want, you can take that code, replicate it, and make your own coin if you want. I mean, it's open source. Everything is transparent. It's open in the air. That's what I like about it. It's, but but does that not make it vulnerable to the likes of hackers? Exactly. No, no, no. Just because it's open source, it doesn't mean that then it's easier to hack. The reason why, I mean, Bitcoin has never been hacked even up to today. Mm. Um, and I'm sure somebody would have tried if they... They've if they, tried. Yeah, they've yeah, tried. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are incidents where um, the developers, because there's a core a group of developers that maintain the code on a regular basis, that they've, they've picked up improvements and things with, that they've changed over time. But the code itself, there's nobody that has really lost coins through a hack, except through exchanges being hacked. You know, mm. because we're now trying to create another centralization um, of coins through an exchange, and then the exchange itself is now compromised, and people have lost money when the money they've put in exchanges get hacked. You see, that's the thing. When it comes to your life and your well-being and money, yeah, people are always going to be skeptical into doing something that might affect things that, like, like might uh, affect their, li- their, their livelihood, right? Yes, yes, yes. Um, and that's why I think many people are more reserved. Yes. And how you're making the example of many people didn't want to make that whole shift to from using a horse and car to start using autom- car, yeah. um, automotives, right? Yes. Because they didn't know whether they were going to survive that whole ride. Yes. The same way people were skeptical about getting into a, a plane for the first time. Yes. How would you... To somebody out there who's still saying, mm, I'm not too sure, I'm not sold, yeah. what would be one thing that you would say to them? I would say to them that um, Bitcoin and crypto is safer than your money being in the bank. I hate I the bank. Can we, just, can we just side note from that? Yeah. Bank charges are crazy. They keep my money when I could just keep it in a... So I hate the bank. Do you saying. know that the banks don't actually keep... All the money that you've deposited in there. It's mostly debt. Everybody today looked at their bank balance and went to the ATM to withdraw their money out. The banks would run out of money because the bank only has to keep a certain percentage of the money you deposit. Hmm. And they take the rest and they lend it out. So your money is not there in the bank. It's not there. Hmm. It's somebody else. And it's created also by the Reserve Bank just printing more money. It's just, it's just numbers on a computer. Okay. It's really, there was a time when money was based on gold. When it was backed by gold, mm. that was safer because you could take your note and you could go to the bank and you could get gold for it. You know, there's no gold backing um, any currency today. Your currency is actually just fictitious numbers mm. on a computer that somebody printed. Unlike Bitcoin's years, you could argue that it's also uh, fictitious numbers, but but actually, no one is going to be printing more. Um, it's 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 sitting in my phone. When you have bitcoins, they're sitting in your um, in your wallet where you control. Mm. That you know, no one can shut that bank account down. You know, um, you can't you can't just lose it. It's mm. it's there. It's secure. It's yours. Mm. Mm. I feel like I feel like the people in Silicon Valley right now are saying, <laughs> "Listen, people, trust Bertha in the collared." T-shirt with get bitcoins now written on it, rather than your Bob from First Rand National. You know mm. what I'm saying? Because those are the people, those people with the suit and ties, and you're thinking, yeah, no, this guy's gonna make me money. This guy's gonna make me money. Your consultants from Alan, uh, Alan Gray, and all of these other yeah. investment companies. And your money is not there. Your money is actually not there in the bank. Mm. It's not mm. there. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about the future of Bitcoin. Yeah. And how we see the world running. 
once it becomes, assuming that it does become the currency that we all use, right? Yeah. Um, I'm looking at the, the, what you t- was just said earlier about entrepreneurs have to be involved. Um, mm-hmm. for it to work, everybody has to be on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? Yes. Like in, ter- like in terms of that poor kid who's trying to get bitcoins, who's trying to use it to buy mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody has to be on it. Mm-hmm. How long or, why would I invest in Bitcoin if I'm not sure that it's going to take place? Are you, because you're more in the game, are you 100% sure that this is just how this, the, the, the system's going to work? Are we going to do away with money completely? People will never have to have paper money in their pockets. Or is it something where we can live in a dual future where you can have money, you can have Bitcoin, you can use them simultaneously and they'll both work perfectly? Or do we have to do away with the, the cash system completely in order for Bitcoin to flourish around the world, yeah. in order to become the way we run trade. our finances, the way we trade. Yeah, because yeah, you see what I like about it is that it's almost a bartering system, mm. you know, and I've always felt like that's the kind of system that we need to go back to as a society yeah. where we trade with each other yeah. as opposed to external institutions. You know, mm. I get my food through checkers, then it mm. comes back to me, mm. you know, so what is what is the what is the clear the sign the red flag that this is the future yeah no it's it's def- this is this is the future mm. there's there's a saying um one of my favorite bitcoin saying that bitcoin will do to banks what email did to the post office Ooh. there will be a time where we will look at at, at banks and sorry things. that was too much of a bar <laughs> <laughs> well, what what bitcoin will do to banks what email did to the post office Mm-hmm. So it's going to happen. It's not a matter of if. It's just a matter of how it's going to happen. Yes, yes, um, yes. Um, because I think what we will see is we will see multiple currencies evolving um, for different applications. And we're already seeing it now. And I think that's going to grow. Mm. Bitcoin was the first. So it was the first one that opened people's eyes to this blockchain and to this way of that you can actually design systems that don't need central Oversight. Mm. So Bitcoin was the first one to come up with that. Bitcoin might not be the only currency that ever exists. There will be other cryptocurrencies. We mm. already see. There already are. There's Livecoin. Apparently like, that doubled yesterday yes, on the market. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. There's there's many coins. But what I tell people, if you want to invest and 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 especially invest in, pick one coin that will be big. Um, that you can retire in a couple of years. You need to start looking at what are these coins doing? What is the, what is the value behind them? That's one of the things I do. I research a lot of these coins and I try to figure out what's the utility behind it. So there's a thousand three hundred or more than a thousand three hundred coins out there, but maybe 90% of them are just crap. Mm, shit mm, coins. Mm. 90% of them are shit coins and they will collapse in no time. Mm. But there is that 1%, I mean that 10% that's going to be useful. What makes a good quality? So I'll give you one crypto. example. One of my favorite coins. It's one of the first coins I invested in. It's called IOTA. Mm. It's a cryptocurrency. Um, that is, that it's one of the first ones that allows microtransactions and, and it's got absolutely zero fees on the system. I see this coin becoming big because it's going to solve a lot of problems. If I want to send just, if I want to go to pick and pay and buy cigarettes, mm. um, and pay with crypto and the cigarettes cost what 20 rand, I can't do that with Bitcoin. Because the transaction fees alone will, mm. will kill me. Mm, but mm. I can do that with a coin like IOTA, which will have no fees. I can just pay the exact amount mm. that I'm trying to pay for. Okay. That's one of the interesting things. Another, But a better thing about IOTA is how it's designed for the Internet of Things. I, don't, I, I know you've heard about the Internet of Things. Um, machine-to-machine communication. This is where we'll have um, you know, your 
coffee machine talking to your diary, talking to your fridge, mm. talking to your house security, you know, before you wake up, you know, your lights will go on because your alarm is going to set them on and, mm. and then your coffee machine will just go on because yes. this is when you're going to wake up and then you will get in your car, you'll drive to work. You know, if you get caught up in traffic, you know, um, you know, your navigation will just go around it because there'll be sensors all over trying to figure out which is the best route to get to work. If you really cannot make it, it'll, Email your diary. Your diary will email SMSs. You're going to be late for this meeting. Things will just happen automatically. That's going to happen. Mm. It's estimated that billions and billions of devices are going to be connected in the Internet of Things. Mm -hmm. And these devices have to talk to each other. Mm. You know, your fridge is going to have to talk to... Um, pick and pay and order milk when you run out of milk. And, yes, and things yes, like that. yes. On some black merchant. And, and how it's going to happen is... It's, it's a beautiful thing, but one of the things that has sort of not enabled the Internet of Things to happen is, is the payment mechanism. You're going to need a payment mechanism for the Internet of Things. Mm. Because if your fridge talks to pick and pay and orders milk from pick and pay, how is, how is pick and pay going to get paid? Yes. Are you going to input your credit card details in all your machines that um, every time it needs to get something, it just pays off your credit card account? You wouldn't do that because... Um, you might just get into a hell of debt. You're going to get into trouble, yes. And how, yeah, yeah, how yeah. do you control that nobody hacks your fridge and get your yeah, some, sometimes oaks like are that. drinking your milk, and now you don't have milk, you don't exactly. have money. You People are savage. So, so, traditional monetary systems didn't allow for the payment um, to to happen with the Internet of Things. Mm. You needed something that um, you know, you needed like a form of programmable money that you could put in the fridge and give the fridge a wallet where mm. you would limit the amount of money that's in that fridge, but also. Um, Program that money. Mm, so you, because mm, you're going to have to write a program. You have to program, the, you have to write a, a, a smart contract on your fridge and you're going to sell, tell your fridge, um, every time the milk reaches this level, you can order milk from, this is a list of restaurants, of, 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 of supermarkets, but you're going to pick the cheapest one because these are all the prices. Mm. So if pick and pay is cheaper today, you will order it from pick and pay. And then that milk maybe will get delivered by drone and the drone also has to get Yo paid way. for delivering your milk. How will, you know, yeah. it will have to get paid. How will it get paid? It just, you know, so your fridge has to do all this payment systems. Maybe it's just a one rent here and a two rent there for the drone to deliver the milk. Mm. You know, you, you know, this internet of things can only work when you've got a cryptocurrency. That can allow microtransactions that you can program. Mm, so if somebody mm, hacks my fridge, even if somebody hacks my fridge and they get into my wallet, they literally can't take that money because that money is programmed to only pay for one, two, three, four, five from this shop after checking the price or things like that. You know, so you've programmed your money. It will only do what you've programmed it for. The only way it comes back to you is if, you know, the program doesn't allows it to. So that's where smart contracts come in. So this is the future of things. So one yeah. way or the other, it's going to happen. It's just a matter of when, mm. you know, it's, it's, I must admit, I'm convinced yes. because I wasn't sure. Yes. But when you speak about the future of things, yes. I, I've, I've, I've obviously heard about it and seen it starting yeah. to happen yes. almost. Yes. So it just makes sense that I can't pay cash for those types of things. Yes. So I'm going to have to use some, I'm going to have to, yes. you know, yes. so. Bitcoin is the, the guy right now. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I'm very much convinced. But yes. right now, now that we're not there yet, yes. how can I get cash out of my Bitcoin? If I put, I start with cash, right? Mm -hmm. But it doesn't stay on the internet. Can I get cash out? Yes. yes okay. Yes. How, so, so the, the way the exchanges are operating now, you can just open an account there. Um, you deposit your money. You can watch it grow. I think six months is really sufficient time. And then you just go back to the same exchange and you withdraw that money out as cash. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. So I wouldn't have to pay with Bitcoin once I've invested in it. Like, let's say I invest 2,000 Rand. Six months from now, it's 10,000 Rand. I can only use Bitcoins to get what I want. No. I can withdraw 10,000 Rand cash. You can withdraw it as cash. Dope. Because the way the exchanges work is it's in and out. There's always someone looking to buy. So the exchanges, imagine the, the Johannesburg Stock Exchange, how it mm. works. You go in there, there's someone selling stock, someone buying stock, you exchange between each other. Mm. So there's always somebody wanting to buy Bitcoin, somebody wanting to sell Bitcoins. So you all meet at the exchange and you exchange from each other. So the person who's buying gives the cash and the person who's selling and then the, the, the software distributes the money according to who sold who so you can actually just sell your coins and get the money out mm. but what i want to mention here is exchanges are exchanges people must 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 just note that i see a lot of people buying bitcoins on exchanges and keeping them there for like two five years and then trying to go back later to cash them out that is um a big mistake because now you they're going to become the banks of the future and we don't want that the exchanges are exchanges you go in there you exchange your money for bitcoins, then you take your bitcoins out. Mm. You put them in a safe wallet where you control the keys, mm. um, where you control the money. If you want to spend them, you can spend them. If you want to just keep them, if you want to exchange them for another currency, for example, you can do that. Because mm. once you have bitcoin, then you've entered the crypto highway. Mm. You can mm. now buy any of the 1,300 coins using your bitcoins in any exchange anywhere in the world. Mm. Because now Bitcoin is transferable instantly You can transfer it to a US exchange And buy coins from a US exchange You now are open in the crypto world yeah. That's what most people tend to do Then when you are ready to sell your coins Then you take them back to the exchange And you sell them okay. You know, so, so don't fall into that trap of putting your money in an exchange And leaving it there and thinking you've invested it That's not how, that's not how it's supposed to work Yeah, because yeah. my biggest concern Was that I'll put money in and only be able to use it as a Bitcoin. And no. there aren't many institutions that accept Bitcoin. Are they, what are the institutions that currently accept Bitcoin? There, there's South a couple. Um, I know Pick and Pay is investigating it. Mm-hmm. Um, 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 there's That's Take huge. a Lot you can buy um, on Take a Lot with, with Bitcoins. There's mm. a lot of online stores. Mm-hmm. Um, they will have the Bitcoin Sun accepted here. There isn't a lot of physical stores that I've walked into and seeing them accepting Bitcoin, but Obviously, I think it's, it's not a made of for time. yeah, it's not, but it's not made yeah. for physical buying. Yeah, I think it was designed for that, mm. but because of the fees now and on and, and those issues, many people are and and the volatility of it, so it's hard to price your things because you the the value of the coin is always going up and down, up and down. Mm. I can't wait until strippers and uh, prostitutes start taking Accepted Bitcoin. Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> Coins to make a dance. Coins to make a dance. <laughs> All these chicks popping titties. I'm just popping coins. <laughs> it's only a matter of time. Oh, but that's gonna take the the novelty out of throwing dollars on the on the strippers. Yeah, oh, you can't do that anymore. You, no, be, but the thing you'll is, be using be... your phone and like you know, sort of like you know, swapping the QR code. <laughs> Chicks will have like the the the, the QR codes tattooed on, on their the ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the yeah. thing is, it'll be difficult to actually transfer if she's shaking it out, baby. Baby, baby. All right, all right, all right. On that note, let's take a little bit of a break. I am having such a fantastic conversation, Beth. Uh, we're going to keep sure. going after this. Yeah. This is dope, man. This is really dope. You listen to the worst, guys. And we're the best in the world. The name's Ironic, bitch. Gotta, gotta check us out on all the streets, man. We out here on social media. We're living in the future. That's what the worst, guys, is about, right? 
All we live the in the time. future. We live in the future. You know, I don't even think it's we living in the future. We're trying to bring the future to the people. We from the future. I, I don't know if you already know. Some people think I was born in 1992. Okay. I was born in 19,920. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 10,000 years. Before. All right. All right. All right. All right. Anyway, let's, let's, let's get into a little bit of a break and we'll be back right now. Cause we had a Be the last one out to get this dough. No way. No way. We can't be the last ones to get on this Bitcoin wave if we're the future. Right? Cryptocurrency is the best place for shade. And that's just how I feel. Yeah. Nah. A Bitcoin might turn to your pain, bitch. That's just how I feel. Next thing you know, I mean, these, 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 uh, these girls are gonna be on some, you know, these, these, uh, what are you, the blessies, that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah? Umbecha got a hundred, lily two hundred, diga the bitcoin. Diga the bitcoin. Yeah, 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 that was Money Trees, Kendrick Lamar, featuring J Rock. Yeah, 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 we're talking bitcoin, we're talking bitcoin, the future of currency in this world, man. Uh, there's really, really, so much value to it as I'm learning today. I, I didn't know how, how important it actually is in terms of how we plan on living in the future. The future of things where all our technology will be connected together. They need to have guaps too. Our, our technology needs money too. <laughs> you know what I say? So cryptocurrency seems to be that future for us. All right. Anyway, enough of that. Let's go into some, uh, News stories that we have this week You know the words guys We always tell the truth The whole truth And nothing but And we always take our own take on things You know Not just Not just what the other people are saying Listen to us We've got the We've got the juice We've got the juice Playboy in trouble again Playboy Penny At it again Read about it Extra Please grab young Penny An extra extra Playboy Penny all right, all right, all right. So, uh, the first story that has caught our attention over the last week has to do with Steinoff. Actually, we just, we did just mention a little bit about them, uh, and the fraud that took place there by Marcus Euster. Um, so yeah, this is what you're saying about Bitcoin is that there, there can't be a Marcus Euster who's going to cost your company 194 billion rand, you know, because there's nobody observing from their own Sign, you know, so you can take care of your your money person. No, there's no central person that is in charge of your money. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Unless if you um, decide to keep your money in an exchange, mm, then mm, you are mm. giving that central institution. To be honest, let's say it can happen. If you put your money in an exchange, we've seen an incident with an exchange called Mount Cox. Mm. It was um, one of the most popular exchanges at the time. So at the time, I think 2013 it was, it was the biggest exchange in the world uh, based out of Japan. And that exchange um, suddenly just shut down. Mm. So people woke up one morning and they went to look at their Bitcoins and the money was just gone. And then the CEO of that exchange then announced that they've been hacked. 
mm, um, mm, and mm. they've lost the money. But then it was later uh, um, tracked that um, he actually had stole the money himself and, and, and claimed to have been hacked. Mm. So if you choose to uh, invest in this decentralized technology and then still uh, centralize it by giving it to an exchange and, and your money disappears, well, that's your own fault. Yeah. Technically, the system is designed not to allow that to happen if you keep your coins yourself. Mm, and mm, that's what mm. I advise people. Do not give it to another person to keep it on your behalf. The technology allows you to do that. Dope, dope, dope. So here's my, my, my bug with the Steinoff uh, 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 saga. All right, this guy... He was brilliant, right? He yeah. was a, he was a genius. He's, he's, he's putting South Africa on the map, top 15 on the JSC. We're making money from this guy, but he's, he's cooking for, the books. He's cooking the books. You see, this is, yeah, listen, whoa, whoa, before you throw him under the bus, which obviously he needs to be thrown under the bus. He's not the only one. That's he's the, the thing. only one to get caught. That's exactly what I'm leading to is that it's so scary how little we know about what the people at the top of doing. Yeah. It's the whole transparency. It yeah. comes back down to everybody just being transparent. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I was, I was watching, I don't know if, if anybody's watched this movie here. Uh, why him? Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's just this guy who's like a computer geek, uh, like tech geek and all of that, dating the daughter of this, uh, this, this, this printing company father and whatnot and he just doesn't understand why his daughter would go for somebody like that you know what he i'm is. saying but he's the most honest guy ever he has tattoos everywhere and he he, he swears a lot but he's the most honest and genuine person ever yeah. i'd rather trust somebody like, like that yes you know than somebody who says no i work at steinoff you know, I wear a suit and tie every yeah. day. You know, I drive a Mercedes Benz. The guys in the suits are the real devils. Yeah. We, we need to change our mindsets. Mm, we need to change mm, the way we mm. look at the world. Why are we so easy to trust someone? Because they've got a degree and they're wearing a suit and, and they're Dude, sitting on the chair. Not even if they have a degree. Why, why, why do we trust the ANC to elect the best leader of the country? Yeah. How? How? You know, like... That's why I keep bring, coming back to this voting thing, but it, it seems the most ridiculous thing to me that we continue to go and put these people into power when they continue to fuck us over. Yeah. And in every country, always. So you need to start thinking about what are you voting for? I'm not saying don't contribute to your society. Let's just think about a different way to make our society better because right now it's not for everybody. Mm. It's not working for everybody. But mm. cryptocurrency can. Yeah. Because you're in charge and we look out for each other as a society. We look over it as a society, should I say rather. So when we, the people, govern, the world will become a better place. Not when we are governed by. Mm -hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So this is my, 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 my biggest problem with how we think about society and that this is how the system is. This is how it's always worked. But this is why we need to change it because how it's always worked Hasn't worked. We need to change it. Yeah. Completely agree. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Okay, so that's the Steinoff story. Um and in more local news, the High Court in Pretoria ruled that uh the appointment of the NPA head Sean Abrams was invalid. This is Jacob Zuma's puppet in the NPA. The reason why he's been able to dodge those seven hundred and eighty three charges for so long was the fact that he had the power over somebody like this. So what they ruled is that um Cyril is to elect a new NPA head within sixty days. 
so that we don't have that. But also, we, this we is still... all 60 days. Why must it take that long? It's <laughs> too, you're already in 2018 by then. Yeah, maybe, maybe we should just, uh, give them some space to breathe because we want them to find somebody dope. No, 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 no. <laughs> You give them space to breathe, they do gnolls. You, yeah. you, 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 you put a time constraint on it, the time constraint is too long. Yeah, yeah. Why can't yeah. they act with immediate effect? Yeah. But now, if, I, like, if I'm doing gnolls, my, my prison, my, my jail sentence, they don't say, okay, we'll sentence you in 60 days. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> no they do, they do, they do, they do, they do. You don't, you don't get thrown in jail immediately. You hey, get listen, to go I'm home, sitting in a holding cell. <laughs> I'm, si- I'm not sitting at home unless I'm Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> This, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hear you, I hear you. But anyway, um, Zuma's trash. Okay, and then the last bit of international news that we got, Apple is buying Shazam. Okay. Apple is buying Shazam, which I think is a major buy. Like, Apple is one of those companies that are going to lead the, the technological future of ours. Apple, Google, um, whatever. Mm. But how much money do these guys have to just go around, you know, stepping on people and just taking Shazam, taking everything that exists? Because Shazam is a pretty dope app. I thought they already had something like that because I've seen one of my friends uh, at work with uh, with an iPhone. Not necessarily using Shazam as per se. They were using Siri. Siri, what song is this? Putting it ah, close to the, ah, to the speaker. Ah. And then, then spit, Siri would then spit back out the, 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 the precise song and the... The artist Yeah Well maybe now that They own Shazam They own the rights to That That that, that, technology That that technology Yeah 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 So I I just thought It was interesting It's not even really Like big news But I'm like damn Apple's out here dominating And I'm out here For the dominators I'm out here For the winners Because uh, Same WhatsApp group Yeah What 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 it's showing me More and more Is that The importance of ownership Mm, mm, Like mm. It boils back to that once you can put like copyrights and trademarks on, on specific things that they are yours, people are going to come back for what's theirs and what's rightfully theirs in terms of royalties. Yeah. So yeah, you yeah. must just try and find Shazam one song. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Uh, that's about it from us from the news. Uh, we actually had such a good conversation longer than usual. Uh, but it's because it's interesting and it's the future and it's something that we need to learn. So just to quickly wrap up, Bertha, please just tell us. Where can I go right now I have a thousand rand in my pocket Or in my bank And I want to invest in Bitcoin When we leave the studio today What must I as Markham really do Okay so um, I'm, I'm running a website Called getbitcoinsnow.co.za So you can go right now www.getbitcoinsnow.co.za And you can click on the button at the top That says buy now and um, what we've enabled people to do now is buy with a credit card, which will be instant. Um, you can you can swipe your card and you can get your bitcoins immediately. That's why we call ourselves Get Bitcoins Now. Mm. We also have enabled um, an instant exchange on our website where you can swap between all these different cryptocurrencies. You don't have it anywhere in South Africa right now. Um, you can only buy Bitcoin and Ethereum maybe from the biggest exchanges. You can now go to our link and and, and buy any other currency that you want. All right, all right, all right. That's so cool. www.getbitcoinsnow.co.za. That's exactly what I'm going to be doing when I leave the studio today. But before that, we got to wrap up with a worst guy cipher, as we always do. 
on this show We make a song on the spot I've been saying We can make How many albums can we make now With all the music that we're dropping On this uh, Worst Guy Cypher We really do hope you guys enjoy it I don't think anybody's doing this freestyling thing The way we're doing this freestyling thing You know what I'm saying Anyway, let's get right into it It's the Worst Guy Cypher, baby Hey Okay, 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 okay. Got coins, and you know it. Take them out your wallet and trade them, trade them. This away, that away, this away, that away. Cryptocurrency is the future, and the worst guys see that. And that we are gonna go and trade them. This away, that away, this away. That away. This away, that away. We just stop playing these games. Cause we're gonna get this cryptocurrency. It's all the same. We just tryna get the cheddar. We tryna get the money. Doesn't matter if it's in the bank and if it's in the cryptocurrency. Yeah. So I'ma go to www.getbitcoinsnow.co.za And I'm not even gonna play. I'm gonna invest about a million. Maybe tomorrow it will be three. So I don't give a fuck about who you are. The future is coming and we are the stars. Yeah. We're telling you about the future Come through with us, do it Because we don't care about you And how you do it Hey, got coins And you know it Take them out your wallet And trade them Trade them This away That away This away That away Come and see the future And the worst guys, please So come and trade With the worst guys, please This away That away This away that away. One Bitcoin, now I got two coins. Everybody wanna come and join, join, join. This away, that away. This away, that away. If I have a million Bitcoin view, everybody wanna just come through and chill with me. Are we HAB? I'ma be a legendary Bitcoin's tradee or a trader. Everybody knows it's the new wave here. Yeah, we ride in waves and we ride in cryptocurrency. It's so easy. Listen to Bertha on the worst part, guys. You see, hey, the worst guys are the future. We're talking about the things that you were not used to. We're talking about money in a different way. Money in a different way. I'm not trying to get the cash. I'm trying to get it the Bitcoin way. Hey, and everybody wanna come and play on the airways with the Cliff Central Legendary Markham Thule and R-A-H-A to the B. Yeah, yeah. Get coins, and you know it. Take your much your pocket and hey, hey, this away, that away, this away, that away. Yeah, 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 this away. That away, this away, that away. It's the worst, guys. Cryptocurrency, you see. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, brother. We really enjoyed it. We really did. We really did. Get your guaps, man. Wake up, wake up, wake up. We are. This is cliffcentral.com.